0: Dr. Doris Forte, and welcome to the Visionarium Podcast, where ordinary people gain extraordinary vision. If this is your first time here, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And if you've been here before, welcome back. This is Episode 35. I have entitled this episode, Living Inside Your Dreams. Last week, we talked about the importance of focusing on our dreams, having a dream, and focusing on it. But let's take a deep dive inside the Visionarium and talk about what it's like living inside our dreams. I've mentioned my friend Hortense a few times. Hortense is 94 years old. She has a birthday coming up soon, and she's going to be 95 And she still has goals. She talks about things that she still intends doing. I think that I'm going to be that same kind of way. I always have a goal of some sort going on in the back of my head because I never stop dreaming. I can't imagine not having a dream. You've heard me say that I don't live in the land of TikTok. I don't have to check in on a job or anything like that. I cannot imagine just puttering around at home. And not having any goal to aim for. It's what makes life a journey rather than a drudgery. So I dream all the time. I think that having a dream is what stretches you as a human being. Because that puts you on a path where you're moving and you're accomplishing things and you're imagining things. And you're looking for solutions. And your eyes are open like for that RV that I happened to see that day and you've got to be in action to be able to make your dream come true you can't just sit around in a chair and dream it's the willingness to become active in life that presents opportunities for you to be inspired by that will help you set the goals that will help you accomplish your dreams it works like that The person that wasn't paying attention was me, okay? It wasn't like, God, are you paying attention? I wasn't paying attention to my dreams and what it took to accomplish them. I had become lethargic and apathetic regarding my own dreams. And that's a very sad, dangerous place to be. I was accomplishing other goals, but that dream that I had of living on the beach was very real to me. And I had just set it aside because, to tell you the truth, I had just been beaten down by life. And I'm a pretty tough cookie. I'm like Muhammad Ali. It takes a lot to put me down. But I'm human. And there was a series of unfortunate events that had me on the ropes. I had to make a major adjustment in my career. I did that successfully. And then I had to adjust again, and I chose to retire. Shortly after I retired, I mean like months later, Hurricane Harvey came through and just swept away every earthly possession that I'd ever worked for. And I found myself basically homeless for a while. And I got through that. Rebuilt my house, and I got through that. And then the love of my life succumbed to COVID, and passed away. Now, in my opinion, these are quite legit life circumstances that would make the average bear pause and have to catch their breath. And that's what I did. But I found myself in a position where I was trying to convince myself that my dream no longer mattered, that it just wasn't that important to me anymore. And that wasn't true, because when I contemplated accepting that possibility, rather than feeling joyous, I felt sad. And to be perfectly honest with you, I think I really needed that time out. Because when I did become spiritually replenished again, I began to think about my dream. And that was the morning when I said, God, are you paying attention? And posing that question, asking that question out loud gave me the answer that I was looking for. It was a resounding, you are not paying attention. You are not tending to your dream. And I knew that required action. Our dreams are like the light at the end of a tunnel. Without our dreams... That tunnel is very dark, and life is very dark indeed. And all the roads are blocked off, and we just feel a little hopeless. And that's where I was finding myself. I didn't know what to do about the situation on the peninsula. I just knew that I needed to take some kind of action. And when I saw that RV, and when I decided to purchase it, it was like a surge of motivation again. And it just catapulted me out of that gloomy state. And I began to set goals again. And I began to have some direction. And I began to envision myself on the peninsula again, living there for months at a time, just spurred on by a renewed hope. And I find myself daydreaming now about all sorts of things. And something very interesting happens when we take that first step and reactivate the power of our dreams. It's almost as if we are summoning the universe to wake up and comply. I'll give you another example. This morning, when I woke up, I was lying in bed, and I started thinking about, I need to buy a storage unit. You know, the kind of wooden storage units that you see at these building supply places? So I was thinking that I needed one of those. I went to bed thinking that I needed one of those. And what came to mind was this perfect solution. Wow, you can park your bicycle and your lawn chairs and your chaise lounge and whatever else you need in the other RV that'll just be sitting there behind yours. You can use that as a storage unit. Now, that solution would never have come to me had I not already taken the steps that I've taken to put the other pieces of the dream in place. So, when you do begin to dream again, and you combine dreaming with small, sure steps that you're moving in the right direction, it is powerful. It's enough to change your perception of life from pointless to powerful, limitless, and very exciting. And I probably knew this already, but I'm certain of it now. Our dreams save us. And we are responsible for saving ourselves by continuing to dream because the dreams that we have fuel goals that we need to accomplish in order to live the dream that's inside of our head. When that combination clicks, we will find that we are living inside our dream in real time. And that is is a very happy space to occupy in this world. So above all things, we must give ourselves permission to dream. Some people say it's probably a waste of time. But the only one that is stopping us from achieving our biggest dreams is ourselves. And the secret to accomplishing our biggest dreams is to give ourselves permission to imagine, to fantasize about Our personal, professional work, about living on the beach, what kind of lifestyle we want to have in the future, whatever it is that is important to us. Thinking about the places we want to travel and the kind of job that we want to have. All of this is what dreams are made of. And then visualizing yourself accomplishing that is a big part of dreaming. It's essential to visualize your biggest dream. Because what will happen if you don't is that there will be smaller dreams that come in and occupy that space. I haven't been just listless all this time. Heck, I learned how to podcast. I became a voice actor. I have successfully retired. I've been doing stuff. But that dream that is the furnace for your heart that just keeps things humming along, that's the dream, that you have to create a clear mental picture about what you want and how you plan to accomplish it. The other dreams are important. They're goals, but there is a difference between having a dream and having a goal. The things that I just mentioned were more goal-oriented. I've always been goal-oriented. I know how to accomplish a goal. But the things that are my dreams require a different type of treatment. They actually require me getting into a headspace, dedicating the time to visualizing how that dream is going to play out in my life. And it requires action in the form of setting goals and making plans. But I think the first thing is to allow that visualization process to become a habit. And that's what I had stopped doing altogether. The other thing that we have to do once we decide that we are ready to make our dreams come true is to put the ideas or the things that we are visualizing to work. We use our ideas to create goals and then we prioritize each goal according to accomplishing the dream that we want to accomplish. I knew that the first thing that I needed to address was shelter because my old RV was sort of falling apart. I had let it just dry rot. There were problems with the RV that came about when I shifted my focus from my dream of living on the beach to just surviving. I was in a survival mode, and in the meantime, time continues to pass, and my RV became kind of dilapidated, but not really. I don't do dilapidation, and in my opinion, it just wasn't a place that I was comfortable living in anymore. So I knew the first goal that I needed to address was to find adequate shelter, and I wasn't sure if I was going to build or find a different type of housing situation. I wasn't sure at all. That was the first thing that I accomplished. And once I decided I'm getting a new RV, I'm getting that one, other things just started falling into place and I started making new goals. So that's how the process works for me. We have to also realize that when we're dealing with dream work, it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen while we're sleeping. Manifesting our dreams takes time and effort and patience and being completely awake because that's when the work has to happen. It's in our working state when we're fully engaged and fully alert. So assigning realistic deadlines so that we can continue to move forward. Little pieces of the puzzle Making these things come together and then making another move and being flexible again is very, very important. Our plans do not need to be etched in stone because we have to exist in real time. And there are circumstances that happen all the time, but we have to be able to prioritize. And for me, it was time to manifest that dream. It had become apparent to me that I can accomplish anything but unless I accomplish that I'm not completely happy because that is important to me and I can't think of a really good reason right now why I shouldn't be addressing that that being living on the beach so we keep moving forward until we accomplish our big dreams and in the meantime We strip down the dreams that we have, if we need to, to make them fit more realistically into how our life looks today. We peel back layers, we discard it, and we just keep on going. And I'll tell you something else, too. The closer we get, the bigger and closer fear comes to us. After I decided to purchase the new RV... I had to actually sit down and make a list of what was wrong with the one I already had. I went down to the peninsula recently with a girlfriend. On the way, we stopped because I had to take care of some paperwork regarding the new RV, so she got a chance to see it. When we got to the peninsula and entered my current RV, we both looked at each other like, hmm, what's wrong with this one? You know, i it was like, this looks great. it was fear. When we decide to go after something we want, fear often shows up. And it's easy to understand why. We're moving beyond what's familiar. We're venturing out of our comfort zone. And when we do that, it's normal to experience some kind of resistance Fear will often show its ugly head. It will make us think we don't need to change a thing. We're fine. Why are you taking all this on? You have RV already. This will happen to the best of us. And we just have to be prepared that that's human nature and not let it paralyze us into thinking that we don't need to move in the direction of our dreams. I recognized that that was the voice of fear. We've discussed fear in previous podcasts. The acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real. From all outward appearances, it seemed that it was a silly decision to buy a new RV when the one that I was standing in looked so great. But I know the problems that the RV has. And I had made a list of at least 20 things that was wrong with it. So the question was, which is worse, to venture past my fear and trepidation of going into unchartered territory, out of my comfort zone, or to postpone my dream, to just put it off a little bit longer and stay in the current situation, knowing that if nothing changes, nothing changes, I decided to set fear aside and move forward because it had already become apparent to me that the risk that I would take by remaining in the situation that I was in where I couldn't dream anymore, that my happiness couldn't blossom, that I couldn't live the life that I dared to dream of was just too great and I was not willing to do that to myself any longer. I was sure that I was ready to take the next step. And once you are sure that you're ready to take the next step, there's no turning back.